Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Radio 92.7 WFNZ, Mac and Bone with you. Nine o'clockers, welcome to the party. Welcome to the party. Um, it's uh, it's time for the ladies. It's time for the ladies to take over the Mac and Bone show in the final hour. Ashley Strohline in her normal spot for the Stroh show at 925. We will talk sports and Lord knows what else. And I, and I hope she's and focused today because a lot of times we want to talk sports and she just goes off the rails. <laughs> has nothing to do with us at all. Nothing to do with us. And um, uh, before we get to Stroh, Taylor Tannenbaum, ACC Network. So the ladies uh, are taking things over right now, uh, fellas. During this final hour of the show, and I know you ain't mad about that. Uh, Taylor is here. We got to talk ACC basketball. The Heels had a very interesting win last night, the way that one uh, finished. But R.J. Davis was amazing. You know we got to talk about the uh, court storming situation. I know she can relate better than the rest of us, having been on the you know field or a court during some of these situations. She is Taylor Tannenbaum. And make sure y'all are doing your ACC homework. And watching, if you're sitting at the house, watch her and Packer on ACC Network, 4 o'clock uh, weekdays with ACC PM. She is Taylor Tannenbaum. She's on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Taylor, how have you been? What's going on? Hi, guys. I'm good. I'm excited to join you this morning, obviously. Um, in the heat of basketball, I just texted Ashley and I was like, I'm your opening act today. So consider <laughs> me just like... The appetizer for what's to come. I'm honored. Is honestly. that you are okay? I was worried that you would view that as like she's like the Rolling Stones and you are like just kind of a lesser Listen, band. She, she is Charlotte, so I'm here for it. Okay, I we, uh, we keep waiting for her to cancel her segment based off of something that we've done. But every Tuesday, she she went to France and called in for crying out loud. <laughs> she's, she's committed to. The, I think I think she uh, I think she actually enjoys us more than she might lead on. <laughs> I, I would agree. I would agree. All right, good. We see. We will see at the end of the segment if. Taylor actually enjoys uh, talking with us. We'll find out. Taylor, before we get to the hoops, I mean, you can't avoid the conversation of what happened, you know, with the court storm and, and Kyle Filipowski's injury. And heck, since then, we've had writers tell us that McCain was being blocked by some other students from leaving the court for a couple seconds. That you know, there's pictures of Mark Mitchell where kids are like, you know, putting a middle finger in his face. Like, this has obviously started a national dialogue. You know a little something about being on a, a field when there's a field storm or a court or whatever, like, right. do you think that there needs to be action taken because of this? Or are you a part of the group that says, man, the kids have their fun. We're overreacting a little bit. How do you view this? I'm part of the Venn diagram that's in the middle. Okay. That crosses over <laughs> the two circles. So obviously, as all of us have been in, in college before, uh, you understand when you're 18, 20, 22 years old, like that is, so exciting. You'll never forget it. You're making memories. And honestly, the players love it, too, on the winning side. They really enjoy being in those court storms or those, you know, field rushes. It's exciting. And as a reporter, you know, I haven't had it in basketball, but in football, and it's okay. a different playing field, obviously much bigger. Uh, I can admit it's scary when everybody's running toward you and you're trying to get from point A to point B and you can't necessarily get there. And uh, when you get stuck in the middle, it almost sort of feels like if you have a place to be, you're powerless. 
like you can't really do anything. So, but I also look around and I see the joy. And so I understand that side of it too. I think there needs to be serious things put in place because in the grand scheme of things, stopping something like this is much harder than implementing something that can help. So sure. Could you levy more fines? Absolutely. Could you like Mark Packer on our show yesterday say, said, you know, say it's a forfeit. If you touch the court, if you're a fan or a student, if you come on the court after it's a forfeit, that will stop it probably altogether. There are still going to be people who disobey rules. There's still going to be people in moments who throw all care out the window. So in my opinion, the easiest way is to help the five on the floor as opposed to stopping the yeah. 2,000 people yeah. in the other direction. Uh, I think everybody, you know, Wake Forest is a wonderful place. They have great administration. They owned up to the fact that they could have been better. John Shire admitted he could have been better, could have pulled my guys, could have done something better. Could Flip have walked off the court faster? Sure, if you guys on that in that camp who think Flip is the problem, which is absolutely insane, of course. But honestly... You're in his territory. And we had Seth Greenberg on ACCPM yesterday, and he made a really good point. It's the lack of empathy and respect that people have for each other now, too, is part of the problem. Like, if you're coming onto the court, and as a fan, you know, I would enjoy that moment, too. Have some respect for the people who are on the court. Don't be throwing middle fingers in people's faces. Don't be cutting people off and hitting people and yelling. Enjoy your moment, but also have respect. Like, it takes two to tango, and in this case, it takes multiple to tango. But I do think there's a way to still enjoy the purity of college athletics and how fun it is, but also realizing this is dangerous. There is risk in this, and I don't think anybody questions that whether you like the court storming or not. you got to do something to try to mitigate the situation before it happens. We do it for all emergency scenarios. If there's a fire, if there's a yeah. bomb threat, if there's, we always have A, B, C, D, E in place at arenas and stuff. You have to just be two steps ahead. Is it going to fix the problem? Probably not. Uh, but at least you can say that you put everything in place and did everything you could. And then if something, you know, down the road comes down where you have to implement forfeits, then so be it. But hopefully everyone can come together and say, we want this, but we need to be better. Everyone's focused on the Filipowski angle there. And I, I understand that 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 is what fits certain narratives towards Duke when they want to analyze that. But, right. you know, Mark, Mark Mitchell, there's photos out there. And they, if we want to do slow motion stuff, he is being accosted by two Wake fans. They've got middle fingers in the air. Their feet are very close to Tango and is up there. And we want to talk about Filipowski. What about the restraint that some of these players have to have, like Mark Mitchell, not to shove a kid or push a kid? Like we're focused on Filipowski and did he shove a kid? What about Mark Mitchell getting middle fingers after a loss, getting his 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 walkway blocked? Jared McCain was being accosted, but there was mm-hmm. so much focus on Flip, we forgot about the other players and what they were dealing with during this whole thing. And it came so fast from both ends. And when you watch the video in real time, it's actually – if you put yourself in that scenario, it's a little bit freaky, but that goes back to the point of like, it's okay to have fun, but you can also have respect for other people. And people forget like when athletes are in competitive mode, like they're in competitive mode. Were they probably pissed all of those players at that time? Yeah. Cause they just lost the game. I would be too, as a former athlete or anyone who's a competitor, you would be in your feelings too. So you have to be cognizant of, people around you. And and that's very easy to do, but for some reason people can't respect other people. And I don't understand why you can still rush the court, 
have a good time while also being mindful of your surroundings and the people too. Just because you beat somebody doesn't mean they're bad people. So I I don't know if someone was in my space too, uh, you're going to protect yourself. That's human nature. Am I saying clock somebody? Absolutely not. But you also have to respect people's boundaries. Yeah. And I, I think that's been lost in all of I this. I tell you, too, as, so. a, as a high-level middle school athlete, if they stormed the court back in my day, I don't know how I'd handle stuff. <laughs> no, it, it's true. And that's part of it, too, is coach. That's true. Part of it, coaches are a little bit worried because it puts their guys in predicaments to, to make a poor decision. And, and that's not fair either. So something certainly has to be done. And, and I think that involves the teams. It involves the home team. It involves security, and it involves the fans' part, too, to say, hey, we want to yeah. be able to do this. Let's make sure we're doing it the right way. I like I like your approach to it, which is let's try to do something. Let's not try to ban it, but let's try to do something and just improve the situation. Hayward did not question like my, my athletic peak being 12 years old, but she moved no, on from that. she said that was true, actually. Oh, okay. She yes, said yeah, she yeah. thought you were a high-level oh, middle I, uh, school I baller. Moved in, I moved into the broadcast booth pretty early <laughs> in my career. Listen, you know, some careers just are not meant to flourish because they're just that great. That's all. Oh, okay, that's a good way of looking at that. That's a very good way of looking at failure, Taylor. I like that. I like that. We are talking to Taylor Tannenbaum, ACC Network. Watch ACC PM with her and Mark Packer, 4 o'clock every weekday. So, Taylor, let's go to actual basketball conversation here. That Hallelujah. is still. I'm told that's still going on. I'm told that they will still keep playing <laughs> we games. We are now out of the and, FNZ Storm Center. All right, two-part question on the heels. R.J. Davis goes off for 42. Uh, we've got to hand him the ACC Player of the Year award, right? And then my second question is, does the way the Heels just stumbled and bumbled through the end of that game, does should that worry a Tar Heel fan about could they not could they handle a situation in a tournament similarly? What do you think? First half, hell yeah. He locked up that award weeks ago, but last night was proof that yeah. like you can look at the game before, he was one for 14 from the field. Really, his only points accumulated were from the free throw line, and he goes for 42, a career high, a record at the Smith Center yesterday. Uh, in a 48-hour span, tells you everything you need to know about the player. He has been absolutely incredible, and I was looking at all the awards for the league, and I don't know, most improved player, he could be worthy of that one, too, to be quite honest with you. The way he has completely dominated this year and take his, his game up a notch. So I think that's in the bag. I don't think there's a question. Credit to P.J. Hall and Flip and North Shadowmere and everything that they've done this season. R.J.'s just on another level. As for the heels, I think we've already realized the fact that if they play up to their potential, they're a Final Four team. They're not necessarily good enough to just go out there and la-dee-daw around. Like, you have to, for 40 minutes, play basketball. And they would admit that to you, too. Uh, in the fact that I don't know that anyone in college basketball is dominant enough right now to just roll the ball out and give it their C effort and be okay every single night. That's just not the way that it works anymore. There is so much parity. So defensively, it doesn't necessarily worry me because we've seen them at their best. And I think during March, they'll be locked in. Uh, They're a different level when they come to that month, right? Uh, But they certainly have to be cognizant of the fact that you got to play 40 because they know every single night the target's on their back. And defensively, they've got to step it up because that's the key to the game. Offensively, they're always going to be fine, uh, aside from the Virginia game, but you're not playing Virginia every single night. And and we know everybody rarely comes out alive in that game when they're playing the defense. But uh, defensively, they've got to be cognizant of the fact that they have to fight for 40 minutes and be better at guarding the three. Sorry. like And and they'll be the first to tell you. 
the, the three is it has been a problem, and it's nothing that they can't fix, in my opinion. We're talking to Taylor Tannenbaum of the ACC Network, ACC PM with Mark Facker daily at 4. Give her a follow on Twitter, at Taylor Tannenbaum. She joins us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. You know, we focus so much on Carolina and then Duke from this weekend and, and mm-hmm. Wake. Clemson's kind of uh, a little bit under the radar. When you look at the Tigers right now, how dangerous might they be based off their experience they have uh, as March gets here? Very. They're a physical basketball team. They're an experienced basketball team. They are old. They've been through it. You got P.J. Hall. You have Chase Hunter, who have obviously been there for a while. Joe Girard, who's seen a ton of basketball. Ian Shefflin has really come into his own. Uh, and you've seen them kind of like the heels, but at their best. And then in January, flip-flopping back and forth, they've found it again. And when they're clicking their last two games, uh, they've looked really, really dominant. Uh, so I, in, they're in the ACC tournament, the dark horse that isn't going to have a double buy and uh, potentially, I mean, there's still, I guess, opportunity for that. But the one in the middle of the pack, in my opinion, that you might look at and be like, oh, wait, they're going to the tournament, but they're in the middle of the ACC because this league has been so wacky this year that can make a true run. They have all of the pieces. Uh, Brad Brunel's a defensive dude. Uh, they can they can do some serious damage, especially with the physicality and experience they play with. All right, Taylor. Awesome conversation. Awesome insight. I know you've been a part, part of those football field storms, so I know you'd have great insight on that. <laughs> a pre, it's got to be crazy. And that's why I thought it was crazy when people were calling out, not to say any names, not to say any names. I'm not trying to you know, get anybody in trouble here. But I thought it was crazy when people were, like, blaming Filipowski because who would not, like, put their arms out? Like, Embrace yourself when somebody's running on on both sides. Like I just, when you're at when you're at Target on it's December twenty. If I'm at Target December twenty sixth, and that's a that's a rush day for returns, you got to be prepared for a for a surge there. I'm, I'm protecting myself. Black Friday shopping. Yeah, and people exactly. Don't run Whatever day you, you want to. Yeah, you can protect yourself in public. Everybody would. <laughs> I say, say no more. Trust me. If you're in my space and you're freaking me out. I, you know what? Like like Pac always says on the show, once your big toe hits the water, you're the visiting team. Same situation. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If you run out there, especially if you're acting like a full taunting somebody, hey, Taylor, real, I don't really care what happens to you. Real quick, I want to ask you. Someone today that was obviously anti-Duke said that we have no idea how bad the Duke fans behaved and harassed the Clemson football players when they rushed the field. Is that, was there, did Duke fans get out of control on that rush? I don't, I can't imagine Duke fans uh, really going too insane in that moment. Well, first of all, I never heard anything like that. Second, I do want to give credit to the Duke fans and students for that game. I was there and the way that they held off on the sides respectfully to rush the court. And that's not a knock on any other student body because when you're excited, and again, a basketball court is much different than football. They were actually, in my opinion, very smart about the fact that they waited till the clock hit zero and they were like flooded on the sidelines. And I remember sitting there thinking, I can't believe no one's on the field yet because of how many people were already so close. They waited till the clock hit zero. Uh, I, I don't remember hearing anything negative necessarily about it. But again, that goes back to have some respect for other people. It's very easy to do and you can still have fun. It's a 
it's a wild concept. I love it. I love it. I, like, I knew my Duke football fans were oh going nuts. Oh, my God, Bone. That was shameless. Was was Bone's attempt it. as like a defense attorney to clear the accusation well, of his no, Duke well, fan well, clients. Well, blame that Clemson guy <laughs> that said the Duke fans were trying to shove around Clemson players. All right. All right. We got that cleared up. By the Thank way, Taylor, I know you did a great job because there's like five different fan bases mad at you. So that meant you were fair. Perfect. That meant you also were not, were willing to step up and say something. So you did a great job. Love that. Like you always do on ACC Network. Keep it up. And thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. All right. See you. That Taylor. is Taylor Tannenbaum, ACC Network here on the Mac and Bone Show. Yeah, there's Tar Heel fans mad because they thought it was too nice. The segment was too much about praising Duke. And now James from Maiden is furious at her, too. So I don't really know what happened during that segment. Bob. She she did say to me, too, before that, that anyone gets near her on the sidelines, she'll just basically take them out. Oh, man. So she's, pre- she's prepared for these storm surges. Oh, God. She's more fl- football than basketball, I hope they're though. at Keenan one time and Flounder storms the field and Taylor just pops them. What if you know she, what I, mean? if I she, hope that has what Flounder what if she gets. Trips what flounder, what, what about if her Phil leg Bowser? goes out and she trips Flounder? <laughs> <laughs> we have to analyze Taylor's foot going out. Somebody said, was she, was she calling out Flounder without calling him out by name? No, I think she was calling out everybody that's bashing Phil. You think she, she was calling? Did you, were your ears ringing over there, Flounder? No, I mean, she. you didn't say that someone on the show said something. Now, I got to be honest, I'm shocked and actually uh, kind of appalled that you didn't. I thought you'd call me out no, and just I make even, this into a whole thing. I didn't even call it. I think you should have. Right. I think you should have made this into a uh, into an issue. All right. What the hell? Maybe I'm in a nice mood today, Flounder, unlike yesterday. I don't Shocking. Know well, you, you, you've derailed the show in the previous hour. If you want to get you want to. I, I got to sing songs on the air today, and I got to invent a word called fudrucking. So I just got to tell you, I'm just happy as a lark. <laughs> happy as a lark. Another Mac phrase that we're not sure what year that originated from. Oh, what a day. All right. We need Stro to try to clean this whole thing up. We're going to have a staff meeting with ourselves here, try to figure some things out. <laughs> Ashley Strohline, NBC Charlotte. She joins us next. Is she talking court storm and Mac, or are we off that now? Yeah, she's gonna. We're gonna have to ask All her. All right. right, more storm storm surge, twenty twenty four with Stroud next on Sports Radio ninety two seven WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Flounder is playing her anthem. That's Stroh's music, Bone. They're playing Stroh's music. Um, it is time Wait, hold on, for hold on. Ashley Stroh line, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, hold on a minute. And then how it goes on your wrestling broadcast? Let me hear the song first. That's a good song. (laughs) 
Uh, were you trying to do Jim Ross or Kevin Harwin? I'm is not it? sure who that was. Stroh's <laughs> uh, music. You sounded like it, Kevin Harwin. It, by God, by God, by God, it's Stroh. Damn it, it's Stroh's music. Damn it, by God. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Stroh's drinking a beer. That's Stone Cold. That's what I was going for right there. That's what I was going what for. What if Stroh can chug a beer like Stone Cold could? Well, we're probably gonna, not. We're going to find out here momentarily. Ashley Strohline, WCNC, is here. It's Stroh Showtime, ladies and gentlemen, where we talk sports and, God help us, many other things. Um, Today might involve she, cheeseburgers. She is on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Ashley Strohline, WCNC. Stroh, can you chug a beer fast? What is the answer to that question? Well, guys, unless we're drinking like however many years old beer like we did last year, oh, I don't drink beer. So I, I hate to disappoint, and I'm sure. sure I'm letting everyone down by saying I don't ever chug a beer, but I never required the taste for it. So I'm sorry to let you down I this forgot morning. we put Stroh through drinking eight-year-old beer. <laughs> I know. She doesn't like beer at all, and then we made her drink 2015 beer. <laughs> God, I can't feel any worse as a person. All to try to help the helpless Panthers, who yeah. stunk anyway. Are we going to do stuff next year or just put stuff on hold until they win a few games? Because <laughs> I don't know. No matter what we do, Stroh, at this point, ain't nothing working. <laughs> You know, I'm always game for whatever you come up with, but I, I don't. I really don't think it's up to us at the end of the day, guys. That's true. We can only do so much, Stro. We've tried. We've tried with these stupid little things over the years. It doesn't seem to really help what happens on the field. All right, Stro. Let's uh, before we get let, let's before we get to some of the other sports things, some of the fun non-sports things we got planned. I do just want to ask you. We had your friend, uh, fellow broadcaster Taylor Tannenbaum, on from the ACC Network. And, of course, she's talking about the court storming. You've been on sidelines for games. Have you ever been on the field if there's been a storming? Have you ever been involved in a situation like that? And do you think – what do you think? Like, do you think something needs to be done after Kyle Filipowski was injured? I have not been a part of it, so I can't uh, really speak to it from, like, that yeah. point of view. But it's hard because I think, you know, if you are a fan and you have those special moments, like I do think it's a neat thing uh, as a sports fan and just watching and, and understanding what it means to whether it's that university, that fan base, whatever it may be. So, you know, I like that part of it, but I don't think we can be so careless to where we have players getting injured. Like let the players get off the court first, like that kind of thing. Right. And, and so make sure we're taking care of who we need to be taken care of. And then if you want to run out on the court and celebrate our field or whatever, I hate to see that authentic, genuine sports-type moment go away because we've got some people acting up and wiping out players and pe people getting hurt. So I, I hate that. Um, so we have to be smart about it. But I hate the thought of it going away just because as a sports fan, I've always thought that was kind of a cool moment, even though I've never been a part of one. But I would yeah. imagine it would be pretty neat. So. Stro, while the Waken-Duke uh, court storm saga has dominated a lot of conversation one thing that was absolutely electric was the finish to the NASCAR race this weekend in Atlanta. What were your thoughts on on how that ended and the overall uh, Atlanta experience and the races that that track is providing? I would, well, I was shocked that that's how that race played out, that it came down to this three-wide final lap finish. Um, you know, as anyone who works at CNC with me knows, if a NASCAR race is on and we're going to have a final lap like that, I'm probably standing up in the newsroom yelling at the TV. Even though I'm not pulling for anybody in particular, I think it just gets <laughs> exciting. Um, and so I love that it had everyone talking. I love that the fans enjoyed it. I don't know how much the drivers enjoyed that race because it was a lot of chaos throughout. Um, 
But I, I think it's great for the sport. And, you know, I, I saw a lot of folks in the industry say, hey, if this is what's going to get fans watching and, and get them interested and grow the sport, then all right, let's 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 go back to Atlanta. I actually was at Greg Olson's event last night. A lot of NASCAR folks were there, including Kyle and Samantha Bush, and had a chance to talk with them about coming out and supporting Greg and, and their foundation and how they give back. And not that I wanted to bring it up, but I, I did ask Kyle about, you know, being a part of that rewide finish and, and obviously he wanted things to come out differently for him but you know I mean I think he kind of agreed that great the fans enjoyed it the way that they did um little Brexton their son might have been a little upset that dad didn't win but he, you know the, the drivers are also understanding what that did for the sport I respect I respect uh the young buck being that into racing he races himself Brexton so he's yeah. into it I actually my favorite moment little Mac now hates NASCAR and won't watch with me which oh, no. which annoys me oh, no. but um when when he was young I had him molded into a young Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan this is back when Jr. was racing and he was my guy and Kevin Harvick at one of the Virginia Virginia short tracks, I think it was Richmond, uh, past Junior, either Richmond or Martinsville, past Junior in the final two laps. And I was like, dang it. And little young little Mac at that point, I mean, he couldn't have been more than like three or like four years old, maybe. He started crying because Kevin Harvick passed Dale Jr. And I just <laughs> oh, wish no. little I wish little Mac cared that much about racing still today. You know, that was good. Well, guys, like that. To the track and, and see <laughs> if we can't revive the love of NASCAR. That's, Stro, that's true. I, you got to get him out live. It completely changes your perspective on race. Stro, I don't want to poke holes on my man Mac's story here, but I have a hard time believing with Mac's passion for those Eddie Roots for if his guy got passed, Mac. Went, dang it, dang it! I'm well, guessing, yeah, I'm, it was more, yeah. I'm guessing he was more colorful language used. Just oh, dang it! You think he? You think I was yelling so bad? That's why little Matt cried. Yeah, I'm little guessing Matt you, cried. Why is my dad yelling? Yeah, I'm guessing you were yelling profanities out loud while you were drinking your beer. Stro, <laughs> so we got uh, heavy into a discussion today, and it was my fault. I mistakenly brought up the word Fuddruckers, the uh, legendary burger chain, during just a analogy of some sorts today. That set Mac off down a path of just saying the word Fuddruckers over and over again. Fuddrucking, get it straight. Fuddrucking. We turned it into a verb. Here Fud-rucking. we go again. But dirty murder. So that that road led trip. me to think, Stro, what uh, burgers in Charlotte? What's your What's your favorite burger that you get in Charlotte? You know, it's interesting. I just had this conversation with someone over the weekend that was in search for a good burger in Charlotte. And off the top, I could not think of, like, a recommendation where I'm like, this is the place. Like, you have to go here for a burger. So maybe you have the answer for that. Bang Bang Burger is pretty good. I've been there numerous times. There's a lot of good burger places. Uh, a lot of people say Ace Number 3, but i I'd be honest, I've not been there. But if you search it out and you talk to people, I think there's multiple ones of those. That comes up a lot. I need to, I need to check out Mac Ace Number What about three. Five Guys? Or you're not allowed to pick a chain? Well, like, so, that's too well, like. Yeah, certainly. That's, that's, picking a chain is You're lame. really venturing out, Mac. Uh, well, yeah, no, I'm just saying, though. I was thinking more like the, the local places that are no. Yeah, so five you're guys. trying not to pick a chain. I didn't pick McDonald's, Flat. Like, that would be like, then you could laugh at me. You but wanted five, to, though. Five I mean, Guys I, is a great burger. I'll be honest. I have not had Five Guys, Mac, since Sunday night. Well, the other <laughs> problem is, right, a lot of the places, Brooks Sandwich Shop, I think, just shut down or they are very soon zach's which was a long time place on south boulevard no longer mm-hmm. there so a lot of those places are going out i think 
Uh, Mr. K's had a hell of a burger, oh too. There you go. Uh, but that place one. went away, too, man. A lot of these great local places go away. We got Pinkies right over here as well, right it next sucks. to us. Pinkies is good. Yeah. Um, yeah, now people are just coming up. Now, this is what you wanted, Bone? You wanted a guide to burger eating? Is that what you wanted? On the text line? I also want to get invited into a place. So if you're out there listening and you own one of these places, give me a call. No, but I just I try to carry over the Fuddruckers to, to this. All right, there you go. There you go. I think, uh, I think when you brought up Five Guys, I'd probably just cheat and go there, but I know that's not what we're looking for. It's like an authentic burger place in Charlotte, but as I understand, a lot of those places, those mom-and-pop shops that you would go to are kind of closing up shop, which makes me sad. Got the Moo and Brew. That's another one. Mike that, brings that, up a good one. Oh, South, yeah. That's South 21, Flown. Yeah. South that's, 21's yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's and that's a, a staple. Point. That's old-school staple, Has man. Has anyone ever gotten Five Guys to go, Stro? And never been able, not eaten a fry on the way to their location. Like, it's one of the most impossible challenges ever to get that bag of fries and not reach in once you get to a stoplight. I've, I've eaten half the bag just waiting at a stoplight before. Oh, yeah. It, 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 there's no way. Like, once you pick up the, I'm probably not even making it to the car because you got to go in the you know, in the store and get it. So I'm eating fries on the way to the car. <laughs> Stro, I'm so glad to hear you say that because my wife kind of shames me because she really? has she has the discipline where she she might eat a couple fries, but she like likes to get home and her meals intact. Stro, I'm the type of person that will finish the whole meal. Like I'll eat a foot long sub, Stro, on my ride home from Harris Teeter. A foot long. Yeah, like I'll have my wife is like how is your sub gone you've been in the car for 10 minutes and it's gone like, oh, wait, oh yeah the, yeah i'm wait, the are whole you, other end of the spectrum are you parking and eating or you're just you're just no, eat no once i start driving that's amazing i gotta be honest i know where you live i got very concerned because there is a harris teeter no, that is that about one. about a minute from your house i, I was ha- gonna say that I, is unreal no not that one that would be absurd you would there would need to be an intervention if i if i was at the sun valley teeter and got home and it was done a whole foot long Stro, we <laughs> should do a video where we see if mac can eat one of those long party subs while he's driving that takes up half the car <laughs> You know, we've got oh a lot of videos God. we need to make between that, Flounders, you know, dating show, audition. We've got a lot to do. We still haven't had our, you know, spicy chicken and ice cream ordeal. We've got a lot oh, to yeah. do. There's a lot of things on our to-do list, Stro. We got to get we got to get down to business. There is no doubt about it. Um, I want to ask you about Charlotte FC. I, kn- I know that, you know, maybe soccer is not your favorite sport, but we're three years in, Stro. And these home openers, 62,000-plus, they're still massive events. And you know Charlotte loves a good event, right? Like a good you know, event to go out and be social. Are you surprised by just how big of a deal soccer is here? Because like, if you hate it, that's fine. But you can't dispute. Like, I had a guy on Twitter the other night. I was texting all about the match because, you know, this is one of my favorite sports. I love it. I love the team. And I'm, te- I'm, I'm like, tweeting about the match. And somebody on there is like, no one cares. And it's like, you do realize the match I'm tweeting about had over 62,000 people at here. Wow. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can hate it if you don't personally like it. But, Stro, are you surprised by how big of a deal soccer in Charlotte FC is in this town? I am, but I think it's amazing. I actually saw um, Dave and Nicole Tepper. They, were, they came out to support Greg Olson's event last night. And I was like, you guys made Charlotte a soccer city. Like, I... I'm kind of, I can't believe it. And they're like, they were just so excited. 62,000 people came out. And I was like, 
unreal atmosphere. You got to win in your season opener in year three. And so I think it's awesome that, that the Teppers and, and crew brought soccer here. It turned Charlotte into this soccer city. Like you guys said, over 62,000 people. And it was cold. I was at the at, at the match on Saturday night, and it didn't stop anybody. The wind, the weather, nope. They were coming out to support their their club. And, and the, the Charlotte FC guys, you get a chance to talk to them and interview them. They get it, like Ashley Westwood, who you know came over from the Premier League and stuff like that, and um, he he's like, yeah, I'm enjoying playing in the MLS this much. Like, yeah, I'm still in a group chat with my guys, you know, from overseas, and they're all asking me, like, are you enjoying it that much? Is it really that great? And he's like, absolutely. Like, I hope we're in Charlotte forever. So I, I think it's just become something really really special in charlotte it is no doubt no doubt so whether you don't like it or not you can't you you have to acknowledge it matters to a ton of freaking people here it does you know? and, no, it, and you, i would say like anything like any sport like go out to a match like yes. just like a nascar race go out to a race because unless you've been there and you've experienced it i just don't think you grasp like what it is like if you go sit in the stands at a charlotte fc match you're gonna be like wow this is Unlike any other atmosphere, there's in nothing any other like there's nothing yeah. like it. And listen, I'm not trying to slam the Panthers. Yeah, people people I, I, judge it before they I, actually experience it. Oh, also, big time, yeah, big yeah, time. But that problem. happens with NASCAR too. Yep. I see fans saying stuff about with NASCAR hockey sometimes. Honestly, the, the, well, I may judge hockey, but anyway, that's another story. But nuts. in person, though, it's amazing. But let me just say this though about about soccer. Now I forget what I was going to say. Oh, the atmosphere. I'm not trying to slam the Panthers. That's my that that's that's my favorite you know team in all of sports. It honestly is, and that's why. I've been so depressed lately, Stro. But, like, you can't deny the live experience currently at a Panther game versus Charlotte FC game. First of all, the Charlotte FC game, 99.8% of the fans are rooting for the home side. That yeah. ain't happening at Panther games lately. It's just no. not. Secondly, the chants and the singing, it does not stop. It's relentless. It's the soundtrack to the game for 90 minutes. It is such a unique experience. It really is. It really is. Yeah, no, you know what? I've got another adventure for us. Why don't we go sit in the supporter section for a match? I mean, it looks wild over there, but I would go do it. Oh, yeah, let's I do it. Beer do showers it. and everything, Stro. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's get a group and experience it all together. And the support. That's a great idea. Let's I love that it. idea. That's a yeah. field trip for us, man. That'll That's be Max shower for the week. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I'll ask my and, wife. And does, like you, oh, does that count? Why does Mac have a loofah sponge here I'm in gonna, the supporter section? I've got Michelob Ultra on top of me. Is a honey. Did that count as my shower for the night? I'll see what she says. All right, Stro. Um, Stro what's coming up this say, week you know, on uh, What's coming up this week on WCNC? What you got going on? Oh man. Um, well, yesterday was was the marathon of a day. We had Hendrick Motorsports uh, Daytona 500 celebration. Got a chance to catch up with. Mr. H and William Byron and, and talk about starting the season off winning uh, the Daytona 500. And then obviously Olsen's event last night. So had a chance to catch up with uh, Luke Keekley on the red carpet, talk oh. to Olsen. And, um, oh. So we had some of those interviews running and airing and all that stuff. So. Hey, if you run into Kevin Harvick, let him know the Mac and Bone Show is looking for him. We appreciate it. He was there. Yeah, well, we're trying to get him on. We're trying to get him on the show here. We're having a little bit of a uh, little bit of a block here, trying to get him on. So we're trying to get hold of him. Well, you know, Harv seems like he stands on business. So I'll just say good luck. I don't know what else to tell you. (laughs) Let him know, Stro. No, 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 no. Here's here's what you say, Stro. All right, say I go on the radio with one of your neighbors every week. Name is T Bone. He would love to have you on his show. Now, when I say neighbor, he might live in the uh, the ritzier part of Mooresville. I'm about seven miles away in the uh, – it's not too good over there. But just say we're neighbors, and that might get the ball rolling here. 
well, maybe you should just knock on the door and ask. Can you get to the door? Yeah, head over there, Bone. Yeah, I drove sure by. that's easy for you. Get so, right through that gate, Bone. Sometimes I drive by, and I'm not sure I can make it through there. <laughs> Just let them know. One of your neighbors is a, is a radio guy. You got to get this ball rolling for us. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you know, he, he, you might catch him in a Charlotte FC match. He comes out sometimes, brings the family. That's right. awesome. That's awesome. So. And, they, and they had Muggsy. They they put him in the throne yeah. before the game and honored him on Saturday. So that was cool. Dale Jr. has been out there in the throne as well uh, before yeah. the match. All right, uh, Stro. great conversation. We appreciate it. We will talk to you next week. Absolutely. We'll do it again next Tuesday. There you go. Ashley Strohline, WCNC uh, on the Mac and Bone Show. I didn't want to tell her that. We're also looking for Keekly as well. <laughs> Luke Keekly, he's our, he's our guy. He's not responding. What's going no, on? Here's, oh, what, here's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get on Thursday when JJ's in here. Keekly calls in, and we talk to both guys. They're friends. Yeah. They coach again. Trying to get Keekly and JJ on at the same time. That's a great idea. That's a fun segment there. Now, JJ, Max, shocking enough, has committed to the cause here. JJ's invested. Kegley has not replied yet to this idea. Do you think we could get JJ? He he loves uh, yapping on these airwaves. Do you think we could call him at 3 a.m. and say we have to tape an interview now? I think he might do it. He man. might be in the he building. Is a, he is the loyalist of the Mac and Bone men. He, he really is. Yeah, he might He might be in the building at that point doing some interviews. He might be doing the overnights on WBT for all we know. All right, we come back. It's the wrap-up on the Mac and Bone Show on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Go on and bury me! Some nice rock and roll right here, baby. Nice rock and roll here. Uh, we've got to put a little shout out for y'all. If you want to be a part of the WFNZ doghouse, you can be. All right, on game days, FC season's rolling. You know, during football season, it'll be rocking and rolling. We are looking for food truck vendors um, uh, for match and game days throughout the MLS and NFL seasons. Call us for more information. Not me and Bone personally, much more professional individuals. 704-548-7843 if you want to be a part of the best tailgate in Uptown. We're looking for food truck vendors. Call 704-548-7843 if you'd like to be involved in match days and game days at the WFNZ Doghouse Corner of Mitt and Moorhead. You know, I thought lately I might start to get into the food truck game, Mac. I might try to eventually get my own food truck there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Now, I'm not what? the best driver, and I'm not really a good cook, so I'll have to hire the right people. But I think that I would be great in the food just... You know, every day I leave here and I go get my food truck and I park it and we uh, away we go. What about Mrs. Max food truck? She does all the driving and all the grilling. So she could, you know what I mean? She grills the food and then she drives the food truck out. What if there. we just that would work? What if we just promote what she does? <laughs> Mama Max, food Mama truck. Max. <laughs> all right. Although Mama she, Max, little Debbie, she's Mrs. Max. 
Mama Max Little Debbie up uh, there in Pennsylvania, probably listening right now. Now she's you know, going to gonna get mad. She says someone broke into the truck and took a lot of food out. <laughs> and then we're going to have to look at Mac and figure out did he get into the food in the truck? Yeah, she would be shocked to have me eat food. I'm, I'm telling you, I did it again the other day. Oh, I no. ate food that was that was there for the kids. And their food was gone for their lunches. It was for Caitlin. My daughter's food was gone for lunch. And she looked at me, and I'm over there with a Cheshire cat grin, man. I knew I got caught. You're like a raccoon in garbage cans. <laughs> Pretty much. Where they say, what happened out here? Oh, dad I did it again. I can't be the only dad, right? I can't be the only dad that lacks self-control with the snacks and has messed up a lunch plan at the house for the kids. All right. Anyway. Do you do the, do you do the Reggie Miller when you get blamed? Like, you put your hands up. Like, I didn't do it. Like, what are you looking at me for? Couldn't be me. Couldn't be commit, me. I didn't commit this crime. All right, let's see what we got tonight in the world of sports. Hornets back in action, trying to make it 6-1 and one since the trades. They're in Milwaukee against the Bucks. Game time is 8.30 tonight, right, Bone? Y'all got a 7.30 pregame? Uh, I think it's at, it's at 8 o'clock, right? Am is I, it? I thought, let me double check here. I, I'd rather it be 8. I think so. Know, I, I didn't actually earlier. look at the game time. What's today, Tuesday? February yes. 27? Yeah, that's an 8 o'clock eight uh, o'clock. vehicle. That'll, okay. that'll be All right, a good. Seven, 7 o'clock pre-8 o'clock tip here on Sports Radio WFNZ, your home of Very Hornets nice. basketball. Very nice. I just read a whole liner for you, you. There you go. You also got Florida State, and uh, you got NC State against Florida State tonight, Clemson Pitt, and Wake Notre Dame coming up tonight as well in the ACC. That's at South Bend, right, for Wake Forest? That is at South Bend. You gotta ask me to trick questions. I think I, it is. I think it is. I would. I would hate for them to get court storm tonight out there. Uh, let's see what I we would hate, for that to happen. <laughs> hate for that to happen. All right. By the way, before we get into some of the silly emails, shout out to diehard listener Hype C, who told us to pray for his mom. Says she loves WFNZ. Um, uh, her name is Rose Alexander, and she's in ICU. So we're praying for her, man, and everybody else out there. Say a prayer to Hype C is good people, man. Die hard listener to the show, and apparently uh, Rose is as well. So wanted to make sure we mentioned that on the air. Um, let's see what else we have here. Uh, Bone, are you down with the idea no. of, of putting hockey-type glass up? Along basketball floors, and people can't get well, in, can't get to the floor. We got we got down the, with that. We got the plexiglass and the baseball netting ideas today. Are you down they with want, those ideas? No, we got we one here. No, that seems a little bit much, though. Um, are you down? But I, the baseball netting? I don't I don't know what that's doing. <laughs> like what they do for the foul balls. By the way, a texter has a, has uh, shared with us uh, a story of what he did last weekend. Mm-hmm. He went fud rucking in dirt, uh, dirty myrtle. So there you go. <laughs> Not many people it's come, always a good day when not you many people ruck. come back from that. <laughs> this texture says, I hope Tepper stops fudrucking around. See, right. I'm telling yep. you, it's a good verb. It's an all-purpose verb. You are so proud of what you created today. <laughs> all right. I'm so afraid to say it because with the way I mix up words, mix up words. It's, uh, yeah. Mix up words. You're I, I can't a fine even, line. I won't even try. I don't even like saying the actual name of the place. It's a radio FCC tightrope to try <laughs> to say fudrucking live I, on the air. I call it the fud. <laughs> uh, let's see here, Bone. During the 8 o'clock segment, if y'all want to listen of the podcast, Bone got a little bit worked up during the court storming conversation. Uh, one texter said, uh, Bone, please do not have a stroke live on the radio. The show needs you. And then Bone proceeded to get into text feuds with a person named Breasticles, a guy named Big Deke Energy, and then a guy named Jay Installings. Three simultaneous feuds, Bone. You got feisty during that yeah, conversation. Yeah, I was like Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse. <laughs> Every time that saloon door opened, I was swinging. And you had you're sh- not, you're not, you're you had not, shots for Flounder, too. You're, you're not getting in Club Bone here without the proper ID. Um, well, here's the thing, Mac. I would bring up the, the, the Filipowski angle there, but when you counter that with, look how the Wake fans are treating Mark Mitchell here, they, they don't want to talk about that. 
So it's like you you condemn Filipowski for what you think he did, but yet when I show you an image of what was happening to Filipowski where he was really getting it. But I don't think anybody's defending the people that were being jerks to Mark Mitchell. What do you think I was dealing with here? Like, what are they saying? Well, anybody that's defending the Wake students are just insane. They're taking it back on me that like, like uh, your guy, uh, your guy, big dork energy. What's his name? (laughs) Big deek energy. Big energy. He's saying about the way the Duke fans traded Henson from Pittsburgh when he's on the scores table. And I'm like, he, he jumped up there to taunt him, and they reacted. Yeah. Like, that's not the same thing we're no, talking about. No, it's not about the here. same thing. That's it's what definitely, I was talking about. It's there. definitely not the same thing. By the way, this guy's got an interesting idea. It says, put a timer up on like the big scoreboard, and literally it counts down however much time, and then when it hits double zeros, then the kids can go out on the floor. Yeah, they like to and do the countdown when the love, shot clock gets late. They, they would love, like, they would count down. They'd be fired up. They would be so pumped when it hits zero. And you would give them time to get off the floor. I think it's a brilliant idea, honestly. I really do. I had the idea yesterday. And hopefully they will. You said that? Yes. Count down on the scoreboard? Yeah. What do you think? When I'm, when I'm talking about having a 30-second clock, that's what I'm talking about. But when I, okay, I've been talking about giving them a grace period. I never said, though put it up on the scoreboard and count it down to zero, and then they can rush on. I've never said that, and I don't know if you said that, Bob. Yeah, that's I think I was, we were both talking about the concept. That's of, what I, well, that's what I, that's what I, how else were you going to have the clock? It's got to be so everybody can see it. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. So that's, I, I think it's a great idea, Bone. I think it's a brilliant idea. All right. Um, this t- uh, James from Maiden, my favorite James from Maiden text of the day, and yes. There are many to pick from. He's angry and ornery. Here's my favorite. UNC cockroaches have shown the bottom-feeding pond scum they are. (laughs) Is there anybody, Bone, that has more vitriol and anger in this rivalry than James Ramadan? I'm sure there is. I don't think it's possible. I'm sure there is. Like, rhetoric like that is just so over the... He is so over the top angry every day. He's not even in a bad... It it amuses me. I know, James. He's not even in a bad mood today. No. He He was very angry at Taylor Tannenbaum. He's not angry at all. That's that's James. James had a good morning, I thought. (laughs) By the way, I'm not going to sit here and be harassed by a man named Breasticle. I'm sorry it's not happening. How do you want a straight face feud with a guy named Breasticle? You're a grown man, I assume, who texts a radio show with the name uh, Breasticles. Do you know, Matt, that he had a thing here where he at one point won something and didn't get tickets? We had to explain to the... the are the, you the, wrapping the, yourself up right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm, 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 I'm telling Flounder I'm going here. He had a thing where he didn't get tickets at one point. We had to explain the promotions. Our texter Breasticles didn't get his tickets for what he won. Yeah, what a shame. What is that about? What a shame. What a shame. All right, we're out of here, y'all. Jeff Rickard, Colin Auger coming up next, everybody. Enjoy. We'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Trey's a maniac, maniac on the floor. <laughs> R.J. Davis was historic, historically great. And the last three minutes were historically tremendous. A dirty Myrtle fun rucking road trip. Dunks like a man. Dunks like a man. He got a missing two inches, man, that they're trying to locate. We might not do any fun rucking locally, <laughs> but there's still some fun rucking going on. Mac, yesterday I mentioned that I was in a very nice new chair, comfortable chair, a, a tush delight, if you will. Sports radio. He's a man eater. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Can't find a better man. By God, it's Stroh. Damn it, it's Stroh's music. Damn it, by God. <laughs> When's the last time you went? You had a good FUD rucking? I'm trying to find more man songs. I have not FUD rucked in a long time, bro.